It's swim meet time again, pool sceners. Of course, I'm Kevin along with Jim. This is the Pool Scene Podcast. Today, we're talking Saved by the Bell, specifically season three, episode one, titled The Last Dance. Bayside costume balls this week, and I plan to be chosen king. And guess who I want as my queen? This is where ESPN got the idea for the whole Jordan miniseries. Yeah, and released September 14th, 1991. The day before my 10th birthday. So happy birthday, Jim. Depending on whether you watch on DVD, Hulu, Peacock, this is sometimes listed on streaming services as season four, episode one. Sometimes it's season three, episode four. I still don't know what Saved by the Bell means in the context of this show. Because, again, we discussed this before. How are you saved by the bell in a school context? You would be late if the bell rang. Like I said when we talked about this before, the only closest thing I can think of is you're saved by the alarm in your bedroom. That's it. But, but then why but not? If you set an alarm, then it did its job and you're not saved. It makes no fucking sense. Well, let me jump in telling you the plot of the episode before we open the discussion this episode holy shit bayside is having a costume ball but kelly can't afford a costume zach i don't think i can go i mean costumes are expensive and money's really tight at home i should be looking for a job to go with her boyfriend zach she's so poor kevin she gets a job at the max okay i'll take a chance i hire you on a probationary basis oh thank you thank you you won't regret this so she can make enough money to buy a gown. I even made $5 in tips. But is she beginning to fall for her manager, Jeff? <laughs> Are you sure you're not going to miss me here? Well, of course I'm going to miss you. I always miss you when you're gone. <laughs> you do? You're terrific, Kelly. You too, Jeff. You know, you're the nicest guy I've met in a long time. Oh, what a dreamboat. With that said, I'll start with the end. And we'll work backwards. The end is so good. So <laughs> Zach and Kelly are named queen and king. Of the costume ball. Of the costume ball. But when Zach compliments Kelly, she says, Kelly, you're the most beautiful queen I've ever seen. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Uh-oh. And Zach instantly is like, can Bitch, we, what? Can we go outside? We need to have a talk. And so they go outside to talk while the Zach Attack band plays How Am I Supposed to Live Without You? <laughs> By Michael Bolton. As a duet between Slater and Jesse. So tell me all about it. Tell me about the plans you're making. Tell me one thing And not only does it suck, but the voice that's supposed to be coming out of Slater oh, I, doesn't sound like it should come from him. It is a guy trying to sound more of a voice to men, Michael Bolton. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zach and Kelly have the most heartfelt talk ever on Saved by the Bell. Zach Morris. Zach dingling out Morris takes the most ultimate high road yes. in history. Zach, who's typically the piece of shit, is the ultimate, like... No, it's fine. So Zach asks Kelly if she really likes Jeff, 
and we get this awesome exchange between two high school teenagers. I know there's something going on between you and Jeff. Please, just talk to me. I don't know how to say this. It's just that Jeff and I have been working together, and... Do you really like him? No. Yes. I don't know. It's just all happening so fast. Kelly, what happened? I, I, I thought you loved me. I do love you, Zach. It wasn't supposed to be this way. Not for us. I don't want to hurt you for anything in the whole world. I thought we'd always be together. Zach, I'm so sorry. I miss you, Kelly. Well, hey, how about one last dance? Like that. So all of that, you know, do you like Jeff? Yes. No. no. I don't know. <laughs> and the, I thought we were going to be friends or whatever, forever. Meanwhile, so, Zach looks like he's trying not to laugh. Yeah, he's he's like corpsing a little bit. It's bad. And Kelly's trying to cry, which act, there's no acting required on Saved by the Bell. Absolutely no acting. But I think they were scared shitless when uh, whoever, Peter Engel or whoever directed this was like, listen, guys, we're going to need some some Oscar stuff. It's the fact that it makes it sound like A, she's going to move away, or B, she's about to die. Yeah. Here's the actuality. There's going to be school the next day. Yes. You're still going to see him. Yes. What the fuck, Kelly? Now, Kelly and Zach are the most toxic couple. Oh, they're they break toxic. up a million times. They always get back together. Normally, it is Zach who's trash. All the time. Because he has whatever scheme or he's chasing whatever girl. But in this episode, it's Kelly's a piece of shit. She's who ever thought that innocent, apparently poor. Yes. Kelly Kapowski is the piece of shit. Huh? Kelly is dating Zach, but she cannot shut up to her friends about Jeff, her manager, and how hot he is. Call me crazy, but I think you've got a thing for this guy. Get out. Just because he's hot. <laughs> I mean, kind of good looking doesn't mean I like him. I don't know, Kelly. You seem pretty hung up on this guy. I am not. Come on, he's my boss. Yeah, and I bet you guys have a very professional relationship. Yes, and speaking of relationships, whatever happened to that cute guy you used to date? I think his name is Zach. Guys, I still love Zach. Jeff's just a, a new friend, that's all. Yeah, right, and Agni's a turn-on. And like I brought up to you, how do Jesse and Lisa not say, hey, we love Zach, or, too? Okay, Jesse at the very least tells Slater... Yeah. Who she's dating, and then Slater tells Zach, hey, Zach, sorry to break it to you, whatever. But they just go along with it. They basically tell her, go for it. Genesis Dutch. 16-bit arcade graphics. You can't do this on Nintendo. Genesis Dutch. 16-bit sports action. You can't do this on Nintendo. Genesis Dutch. Joe Montana free, Pat Riley free, Buster Douglas free, Super Monaco GP free, or Collins free. What Nintendo? Buy a 16-bit Genesis system between now and October 31st and get an extra game. One kid's meal. Please? Right away. Just for fun, just for you. WFMJ-TV, Youngstown. 
Zach buys her the gown that she got a job to afford. Kelly, Willis thou hangeth with me at the costume ball and be my Juliet. Oh, Zach. Oh, it's beautiful. I don't know what to say. Well, start with the S, followed by a long kiss, and I'll take over from there. Gets her the night off work by, imagine the balls it would take as like a 16-year-old kid yeah. to go to your girlfriend's manager and be like, can my girlfriend have the night off? Come on, Zach, what gives? All right, look. Saturday is a big costume ball at school, and I want Kelly to come, but she's afraid to ask for the night off. Well, why don't you just say so? What, you mean you'll do it? Yeah, sure, why not? Hey, you're a great guy, just like Kelly said. She did? That's nice. Who, let's establish, how old do we think Jeff is here? I said late 20s, if not 30. I, it's statutory. It's beyond stat. I mean, he says he's a sophomore in college, but that doesn't mean he went to college right when he was 18. I was a non-traditional student sophomore, and I was 30. Well, he looks 30, and Kelly's 16 or 17. So, Zach buys her the gown, gets her the night off. He's being a good boyfriend. She's at work kissing Jeff. Yeah. And then Zach tries to put his arm around her and she shoes him off. Hey, Jeff, thanks again for giving my girl the night off on Saturday. Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, have fun at the dance. What's wrong? I'm at work, Zach. But you're on a break. Just don't, okay? I have to go. See you guys later. I'm at work, Zach. Yeah, and then... I don't know what California statutory law is, like I said, but Jeff's in college, Kelly's 16 or 17, and it's a perfect time to ask this question that I've always wondered, are Saved by the Bell couples having sex? You don't want to think that they ever do, but like I said, Zach does get around, he has got around. What girl wouldn't have tried to throw herself at Zach Morris or vice versa, but you're thinking at that time. Handies and blowies, Max. I mean, Jesse's a bit of a prude, but her and Slater have been together for the duration of high school. Mm -hmm. Zach's dated some fast women, and Zach is the ultimate schemer. He is. He's going to scheme the panties off of one of these girls. Of course. Now, I would hope, for their sake, that Zach and Kelly lost their virginity to each other, but... Well, they inevitably end up getting married. Yes, but you do see in Saved by the Bell, there's really no, there's not, there's parents, but there's not a lot of present parents. So there's not a lot of boundaries. They all like the girls come to Zach's house, but here's the, they swap each other among friends. Yes. Like Jesse's been with Zach. Kelly's been with Slater, but Lisa's been with Zach. When Zach, like Zach comes over to Kelly's house to bring her the gown. They're alone in her bedroom. Yeah. So the parents aren't like, oh, you guys got to spend it. Because like I dated a girl in middle school and her parents were like, it was really awkward to think about in retrospect because her parents were like, you guys can hang out in the living room as much as you want. Her parents would sit in the kitchen the whole time we sat in the living room. Now, I dated a girl when I was younger who we were allowed to go in her bedroom, but the door could never be closed. And the lights always had to be on. Yeah. And I had to be in some sort of visual range of the parents. Yeah. That was it. I, I can remember one time of being at their house and she went upstairs for something. I don't know if I was looking for the bathroom. I don't know if I was going to ask her something, but I like made it up one step and her parents like flew out of the kitchen. Locked like, down. Nope. But and I'd be the same way too. If I was a parent, I'm like, yeah, I don't want right. some fucking guy going into my daughter's bedroom. Well, uh, regardless on say by the bell, if Kelly dates a college guy, if a college guy dates a high school girl, it's because I don't know. But we've established, and there's been a couple episodes where we see Zach's mom. Yeah. And Zach's mom is literally Zach 
but older. Yeah. She's the cool, cool yes. mom. So yeah. she lets anything happen. Come on in, eat my food, have sex with my son, do what you want. Yeah. That mom did not care if they were. She fucking didn't care. They're ultimate latchkey kids. Well, there's, I mean, the continuation of this episode is an episode called Yeah, it's fake to be IDs. continued at the end, so they let you. Yeah, there's a fake IDs episode where they're hanging out at a club. They ultimately end up seeing Jeff cheating on Kelly with a college girl. Maybe that's our answer. Maybe Kelly's not giving him any, so he has to, you know, get it from from a college girl or whatever. But in that episode, they, like, stuff their sleeping bags with pillows or something, and Zach's mom, you know, catches them sneaking out. She's not even mad. She kind of thinks it's funny. But Kelly has a track record with older men. Remember the rock star guy? What was it? Johnny. Johnny Dakota. Johnny Dakota with the weed. Yeah. Another older dude. Another statue situation. Statutory rape was around in 1991. Yeah. Holy shit. Why did this never occur to anybody? Or even the older people that wrote this shit saying, here's an idea. Let's do this. Well, so Jeff is a doofus. He's home from college. To manage the max. The smallest restaurant ever. If you were in college, and I think he says he's UCLA. Yeah, UCLA. Why would you come home and manage a restaurant? A fast food joint by a high school. I, the, okay, let me, it's a perfect time to talk about this too. So Jeff manages a restaurant, goes to UCLA. They live in Pacific Palisades, California. Yeah, what's the average annual the income? The median home price is literally 2 million dollars yet kelly is poor there's no way kelly could not she does have six siblings but nine total people in the house how okay if you guys are really that poor sell your house (laughs) exactly move to bakersfield but here's the thing that makes no sense kelly is excited that she made five bucks one day in tips and then Right before she kissed Jeff, she was excited because she made 30 bucks yes. at the max. I made $30 in tips tonight. Which would be equivalent to $150 at Chili's on a Saturday night. Yeah, it's why she's poor, I don't know, but it kind of loops back around. Jeff is home from college at UCLA in California. You do not want to spend your summer working at no. a restaurant, especially. Go have fun or go get a job at a fucking gym. So, and when he air quotes, scares away the punks who are giving Kelly a hard time. Who over still it. take their sandwich with they them. They take their sandwich and leave. There a problem here, Kelly? No, no, there's no problem. Sweet Cheeks screwed up the order. I said I'd fix it. I'll even pay for it out of my tips. Kelly, you know the rules. The customer is always right. <laughs> <laughs> Until now. This order is to go. And let me give you guys a little tip. Get lost. <laughs> Sorry, I should have handled that much better. Uh, you're doing a fine job. Don't let a couple of sleaze balls bother you. They probably left out of embarrassment because Jeff, like, the, most the customer n- is right, except this time or whatever he says. The most non-threatening manager yeah. ever. He also wears, like, a Kooji sweater to work. <laughs> Doofus. <laughs> That's, like I told you, the sweater that the one time I went to a chiropractor, 60-plus-year-old guy wore the exact same sweater. As he was talking about all the ass he got in college back in the uh, 60s while he was rubbing uh, my ass. What the fuck, you know, man? You want this ass? <laughs> the creepiest situation. And the chiropractor was like in the dungeon. Ugh. It was horrible. I should have called the cops. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to grow up. Don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. Don't want to grow up.
week on NBA Inside Stuff. You've seen them play games on the court, but how do the Philadelphia 76ers end up playing this game? Name the ugliest player in the NBA. Find out who will win the 76ers Family Feud. You won't believe the rim-rattling dunks of Jam Session. And rewind the week with the NBA's best moves. Get the inside stuff tomorrow. Check your local listings. From our fighting men at the front, the latest news is Chirkles. Here we have Lieutenant Leo leading his men into battle. Let's go this way. No, this way. No, this way. On the high seas, it's Midshipman Mike. He must be looking for submarines. In the air, it's Pro-Pilot Don. Wait for me. And Raphael has become the Green Team Beret. Are there any snakes around here? From Playmates. So the last thing I have to say about this episode is just the Zag Attack lip syncing in general is so bad. Okay, let's talk about let's 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 break down this perf- the first performance. Okay, so the original song they sing says Make my day, you drive me crazy in a good way. Hey, 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 I hope you feel this way. Or it's something like hey, that. you know what? You sound better just talking yeah. the lyrics Dog than shit. Jesse. Jericho One could have done this. Oh, Jericho One could have done so much better. And the other thing, they do the solo, like after they do the song, yeah. it's a two-minute song, so it's like a Beach Boys song. Yes. But nowhere near the Beach Boys song. It's the Mosquito Lake Boys. <laughs> it's that equivalent of bad. But Zach's like, hey. Name of the band's Zach Attack. Yeah. He's not the lead singer. No. I find really weird no. that it's his fucking he band. He plays guitar like YK Kim from <laughs> he, Miami Connection. He does. He goes up slightly down the neck, and that's it. That's he how strums he, really fast. Really fast. He holds the guitar up like Dave Matthews. He introduces everybody in the band, which a front man should at the oh, end of a it's set. It's embarrassing. Their set's one song. So they both do their weird solo shit, yeah. as we all hear well, here. Well, he introduces Jesse. He introduces yeah. Jesse. The tonsils you've been looking at all night belong to our lead singer, Jesse Spano. Y'all beautiful. Peace, equality. Then he goes to introduce Lisa. Yeah. And a glass of the bass and backup vocals, Lisa Turtle. Yeah. Keep it rocking. All right. And she says, keep it rocking. Oh, my God. Then over to A.C. Slater, who's on the drums. It looks like he knows how to play drums. Yeah. But in the ADR mix, it's an electric drum kit. Yeah. He's playing on a normal five piece drum yes. kit. However, I think when he does the drum roll, which is basic, I think that's literally him doing it. Yeah. And then we go over to Rest in Peace, Dustin Diamond, dressed as a chicken. And last but certainly not least, Screech Powers tickling the ivories. <laughs> Cockadoodle doo dudes. Oh, it's oh, it's okay. cringe. I'm Zach Morris. Everyone have a ball. But that first song, really weird. And then somehow, how much money did they blow to get the copyright usage to use Michael Why? Bolton? It's like I said in this episode, we get 
acting that was never required of these actors because it was always just lazy. But then I I think this is the only licensed song ever used on Saved by the Bell, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. But why? Why did they buy that song? Why didn't they just write him a crappy... Well, they did. When when they do the, the rock and roll documentary episode, they had that song, Did We Ever Have a Chance? fucking song yeah, right that right. would have been perfect for especially that especially because it was a zach attack song yes. yeah it's i don't get it but it's so perfect but oh my god slater pantomiming a fake michael bolton oh. and it looks like it points he's gonna shit himself but it's amazing performance is it plus the other thing i don't get okay king and queen is normally allocated for a for a like a prom yeah. Not a costume ball. No. There's no king and queen well, of a costume ball. No, Bayside seems to have a ton of dances as is. And they're usually at the max, but sometimes they are at this... Uh, very small gymnasium. The very small, yeah, gym where they do everything else, you know, the date auction and all their assemblies. It's just really weird. Yeah. Weird, weird universe. Yeah, it's <sighs> this episode is so good on so many levels. Plus... In the background, we get an appearance from later on Party of Five member Scott Wolf as mm-hmm. one of the waiters of the Max. Yeah. This one, it's Saved by the Bell episodes. If if you do want to watch this, Peacock doesn't require an email address or anything. You can sign up for free. And most of the episodes of Saved by the Bell are available on Peacock. So before or after you listen to this episode, which you can, I don't know how you're going to. if you're gonna hear this part of the podcast without hearing the rest but if you want to go and watch the episode it's on peacock but it's uh it's there's so many great episodes of say by the bell and we're gonna touch episodes throughout this entire swim meet series of say by the bell because how can we not i'm gonna try and contact nbc and have them explain to me what the meaning of saved by the bell means because it doesn't make sense it makes i think that's gonna drive you nuts until the day we die maybe you're gonna write it in your will find out what the hell this (laughs) meant and let me know in the afterlife because holy shit it is very convoluted yeah it's no i mean good morning miss bliss which is straightforward and accurate before we let you go i mean this is just a quick one for the swim meet series I also shout out to Jesse Spano for looking damn good in this, by the way, older we have gotten, you brought this up. Jesse Spano would have to be the looker when it comes to everybody else. We all had crushes on Kelly. We both, yeah, we both talked about when we were young, having, um, huge crushes on Kelly. I mean, like Zach was my invisible friend and I had a crush on Kelly, but now I'm like, Jesse, not a Kelly. Like, yeah, give me, I would even rather have Tori. Well, and that's a stretch, but yeah. yeah. So, all right, before we let you go over the last couple of weeks, we've opened some, uh, football and baseball cards, hoping to find that one item that will fund our podcast. It's time or card ADR something, something good. Our tops major league baseball, 1992. Uh, okay. And we can match. There's a match. The stats game. We can win a $100,000 card show buying spree or special tops series cards. There are 15 cards in here. 
If it's anything like the football pack, we are We've struck com- out two weeks in a row. I would rather listen to the Zack Attack play a fucking song on repeat. Oh, ah. Thanks, David Draman. Draman, David Drama. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. These are all twisted every which way. Danny Jackson, Kevin Brown, Mark Williamson, Craig Lefferts. I've heard of Craig Lefferts. Daryl Hamilton. I was hoping you were going to say Strawberry. Thomas Howard. Great. Here is our match the stats scratch-off game. I forgot there was is a scratch-off element to it. Cliff Brantley. Okay. Alonzo Powell. Greg Harris. So Powell, great. Lee Gutterman. Got it, great. Walt Weiss. I've heard of Walt Weiss. Al Osuna. George Bell. Wally Backman. Jeff Innes. Fuck! <laughs> These I, cards are fucking I awful. Fund a free cup of coffee <laughs> out of these cards. We found one good card, and it was Bo fucking Jackson. I'm convinced somebody opened these already and just resealed glued them. them back together. At least they could have had gum in this, well, and it would have been great to eat thirty year old Win gum. my hundred thousand dollars. What do we got to do? All right, come on. Where so, are we going to get? Begin scratching spots below. Get three stats to match winning stat at right before you get an out. So I can remember, and then there's a bonus offer. I can remember that, remember the Mario Brothers cards? I remember you'd that. you'd have to like. It's the same thing for Mario 3. All right, Kevin, I have to give Kevin a lot of credit. He's using his fingernail. Oh. You know that shit just gets in there. Hate it. Oh, that's the prize. Did we win Free oh. Jack on VHS? Just begin scratching spots, get three stats to match. So great. Basically, if I scratch something that's an out, I'm done. I got an out on the first. All right, we're fucked. Great. <laughs> Once again, game. our podcast is not funded. So that sucks. Ground out. So I got none. I got no no matches. And then the instant winner. What could it have been? It just no. I don't know what. Let's see. Collect. Oh, collect a hundred runs and receive uh how many of these fucking cards would we have to have well, that collect 100 runs receive 10 1992 tops gold cards for a price of a dollar 25 plus 75 cents shipping and handling so if you get 100 runs you pay two dollars they'll ship you 10 gold cards i got five runs so if i got five in every pack that's you know 20 packs of these so i can get more jeff innis cards or whoever so that was a big disappointment. <laughs> so We can't win with these fucking cards. I'm going to throw them in the garbage. I think next time I'm going to bring a trivia element into this, then I think we'd have more success doing a trivia game uh, between me yeah, and you. Well, we've got, I think, two more packs of cards, maybe one, and then, uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be done with that. So hopefully we do pull the, whatever the 1992 Honus Wagner is. Shit, who would that be in 92? Probably still Ken Griffey from three years prior. Maybe. I I don't know if any baseball cards are worth money. I, who knows? They aren't anymore. Yeah. So, well, we hope you enjoyed our chat for Saved by the Bell. We don't know what we're doing next week, but we might be back with another swim meet. We might be back with another movie. We do have some exciting and fun movies coming up. But until then, as always, Silencia. Silencia. Can we still be friends? Forever. <laughs>